You're listening to the Short Shift Podcast, proud member of the Black and Gold Podcast Network. You can support the show by leaving a comment and five-star rating. All right, folks, no time for intros. Let's get right to the stone skinny of it. Andrew, yo, what the fuck did the Bruins just do? <laughs> the Boston Bruins just told Yarmo Kokalani to go fuck himself <laughs> is what the Boston Bruins just did. The he Boston- never just gives you an answer. Andrew always says yeah. something first and then we'll yeah. give you the actual answer. The Boston yeah. Bruins just acquired Dmitry Orlov and Garnet Hathaway from the Washington Capitals for a shit ton of picks and Craig Smith. Correct. Correct. <laughs> All right, end of episode. Nice, yep. clean. Good. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> Andrew, initial thoughts. First, I hate Garnet Hathaway. Hate his guts. It's gonna take me a while to be a fan of his, but man, he's gonna he's gonna be our piece of shit now. Yep, he's the dirtiest player in the game. Ian, Mm -hmm. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I just got finished watching your video, but we gave up nothing of consequence. I don't know. It's a first round pick. It's a first round. It's a first round pick. But you know, with any luck, that first round pick is gonna be number thirty two. Yeah. Which is which is fair. I mean, it would be a bottom of the first round, yeah. Pick no matter what. At this point, we're we, it's obvious now. We but, got a legitimate top four defenseman in Dmitry Orlov. Yes, a bottom six defensive stalwart in Garnet Hathaway mm-hmm. for, admittedly, a lot of picks and somebody who who was just not a fit anymore. The cap dump. Yeah, they kept, they kept up. Honestly, I didn't. I didn't know if we would be able to accomplish both of those things in this deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Thank that's you, probably why we're looking at. Yeah, that's why why we're looking at so many picks. Yep, twenty five. We're, we're we're paying for twenty five percent of Dmitry Orlov, whose salary is five point one million dollars. This is what's nuts: is we got the depth on the right side that we wanted to because he plays both sides. Hathaway does. We uh, got the depth and defense that we want to, which actually pushes guys down the lineup, unlike what Gavrikov would have done, which is maybe slotted on the third pair. And we opened up more cap room. Yeah. We did, we did the three things we wanted to do in one trade, and now we could potentially do another. Do you, th- do you think they're done real quick? I don't know. It would have to be something that they really like to do anything else mm-hmm. uh, because they also someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe if you have leftover cap space after the deadline and you had bonus money owed, it eats up some of that. Correct. I, I'm actually not sure about that rule. That's I a, believe, and I yeah. might be wrong, so don't quote me on this, because I've, I've tried to look into it, and I can't find a straight answer, but because of the bonus money owed to Krejci and Bergeron, if there is leftover cap room after the trade deadline, I believe it goes down. Like, some of it gets eaten up this season. Mm-hmm. And so next year, we have not as much of a penalty in regards to bonus money for the previous season. Neat. Which Great. means we could do what we did last year and leave money on the table, and it's actually a good thing. I'm mm-hmm. not 100% on that, though. I need to figure that the fuck out. Right, 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 right. But, Ian, what are your original thoughts on this trade? Because holy fucking shit, I love it. I love the trade. I love the trade because Orlov is the Blackhawks' basically number one defenseman. <laughs> you want to try that again? Uh, the Capitals' number one <laughs> I was thinking of a cave in my head. I'm falling apart. Uh, I was supposed to be napping right now. For obvious reasons, because it's a 10 p.m. game. So we fucked all that up. 
But so Orlov was basically the Capitals number one defenseman. I know mm-hmm. there'd be some arguments about that, but we basically have three number one guys now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Orlov was yep. playing 22 minutes a night. I don't think there's any, any, Sorry, all right. Three number one guys. Yeah. Uh, Orlov was uh, playing Hathaway, yeah. Hathaway's, you know how many uh, face-offs he took in the, or not the actual number, but percentage wise in the offensive zone, how, how often he started there? Uh, I'm going to say less than 10%. Yes. He he is a one percentile in uh, offensive faceoff starts. Are you serious? Yeah, this guy starts in the middle of the ice or in his own zone, and he is like a top ninety-five percentile in individual defense effect. Like this guy doesn't allow chances against. He's going to be awesome for the bottom six. I think he's a piece of shit, and I'm going to have a real hard time actually rooting for him. And I said this earlier in the year that I. It was not Hathaway isn't one of those guys that you look at like as Marshan and go, oh, I'd love him if he was on my team. No, Hathaway's not like that. You still think he's a huge piece of shit. Mm, yeah. So that's a bummer. But this trade was brilliant. The first, we knew we weren't going to keep through the deadline. It's well used in this deal. The second, third, and fifth. Okay. For, all right. If this is what it takes to take a real swing at the cup this year, totally fine. Yeah, that's essentially what we've been talking about for weeks. Yeah. And and he's the still only silent Lori. Well, when we well that that's part of it, and I and for that reason, I still think we might not be done. However, you have to also take into consideration if this is it, is this enough? This is a win now move. Period. Hmm. For all the the big bad Bruins guys, like the the fans who who need big bad Bruins, and we're we're not edgy enough, or we're not gritty enough to win a championship all of them can shut the fuck up now because this team just got a little bit fucking dirtier a little bit grittier nobody's gonna fucking swing at bergeron and do anything stupid in the playoffs now because there is plenty of grit on this fucking team to stand up for itself also i i like craig smith as a person as a player we didn't lose anything in terms of this roster right yes. now a little bit a little bit in the locker room because i know he was well liked well loved etc cetera, etc cetera. but it's not it's not going to shake this locker room up mm-hmm. i think the bigger the bigger uh i guess disruption to the locker room would probably be be bringing in a guy like hathaway mm-hmm. who Who's, has a reputation yeah. he has this he has that but I'm pretty sure this team knows who the fuck they are with the leadership and they're going to stand up. They're going to welcome him and say, this is your role. This is what we need out of you. You're only here for three fucking months because I really doubt he's going to be re-signed or I don't, I don't honestly think either one of these guys is correct. Gonna yeah. I don't think this is a pure one. rental. Uh, I, are you surprised before we started that? recording? I thought Hathaway had one more year and I looked yeah. it up and then Ian jumped on. So now, now we're getting it out there, but it's pure rental. Mm-hmm. We don't know what else is in the chamber, but this is not affecting the cap situation that we're walking into at the end of this season going into next. This so long and short of it is this doesn't affect re-signing a player like a Pasternak. Are you surprised that's, that uh, we went after two guys that are rentals when Sweeney's been very adamant about, about guys with term? No, because we've been talking about this for weeks. Mm-hmm. This is the end of the window. Mm-hmm. period yeah yep. so put your chips in the middle of the table you are cashing in go for the fucking cup yeah a that's lot of what teams, we're trying to do right now 
That's what this is. That's what this move is. I love a it. lot of teams have wised up about doing the whole rental thing, and you'll see most of them across the league, especially the good ones, are trying to do uh, trades with term because more and more we're realizing that picks are not a sure thing. People are not clutching onto them as much as they used mm-hmm. to, and they just want to make sure they have a couple of years with that guy. This is the type of year where you don't do the rental thing. Yeah, Like the Canes and the Devils are looking for term guys because that's where their window is. Yes. yes. Us? They're at the beginning of it. We're at the end. <laughs> yeah. We are fully like if the capital season was a little different, they'd be doing the same thing. Yeah. Because they're also like at that tail end of a cup window. And let's also well consider last year's uh, deadline and the year before. We went out and we got somebody who didn't necessarily have term left, but who was ready to resign. Mm-hmm. Got that Correct. shit done. Yeah. Lynn Holm, if he went anywhere else, don't know if he resigns the way he did with, with Boston. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Taylor Hall wanted to be here. He resigned. They yeah. are part of our future. They are part of us moving forward. These two guys aren't. These mm-hmm. guys are, are brought in to potentially be on one of the last floats riding around, <laughs> riding guys. around Boston in a few months. Guys. That's the plan, anyways. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking Lindholm McAvoy, Orloff Carlo, Forbort Grizzlick, mm-hmm. Clifton is their seventh defenseman. Yeah. This so the initial report for this trade. I was having, just about to say yeah. this is players players like on the roster. I thought were gone. Right, and it freaked Smith, me the fuck out. Smith, Zaboral, and Clifton, which was immediately debunked. And I forget who tweeted that, but he tweeted like eight things that were all wrong until mm-hmm. someone else actually got it right. Yeah. Uh, not great. But <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, first of all, it's not we're all we're giving up. There's no way. That's not how that works. And B, Clifton was included? That was like a massive question mark to me because I went, whoa, 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 whoa yeah. that doesn't gain defensive depth. That yeah, that, that, defense, that means but... we had two right-handed defensemen on the roster if that had come yeah. to fruition. Right, and it just doesn't make sense at that point because then you're sitting there going, we're still in that position where one injury means we don't have a real NHL defenseman that we trust behind them. Yeah. Maybe it's Riley, maybe it's Zaboral. Like, there's that conversation, but this was – this was a very weird moment for me when I first saw that keeping Clifton is huge. It's it's like, massive. This this tested who I am as a fan because I've been a very vocal, borderline Cliffy guy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a Cliffy guy. He does certain things that, especially this year and obviously the playoffs, uh, he does things that I do appreciate and I want to see him put it all together. He's had a decent year, but this that, that when I first read that he was potentially involved in a trade, it made me realize that I really actually do appreciate Cliffy and didn't want to see him leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that was that was like startling for me, where I was like, "Why would I be mad about that?" Because I'm not really a big Cliffy guy, but maybe I maybe I'm getting one over at this point. Yeah, it's even funnier because he's probably gone this summer. But like, yeah, we still want him on this. No, team but I need him for this, for this fucking playoff, Mark. Yeah. You you need him because you know he's gonna have a big fucking goal somewhere. He's gonna. He's going to stand up for a guy or or lay a couple of big hits. Take he's a bad be penalty. greasy in the corner. Yeah, he'll take a bad penalty. <laughs> Obviously, no, I, I think Hathaway's going to gonna take that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Somebody will, but yeah. Um, but the, the thing when, when Cliffy was in the original report, I actually was like, I get it because of expiring contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but I'm glad he's still here. Yep. As somebody who is hasn't been a cl- big Cliffy guy, um, 
I was actually, I was a little disappointed, but I understood it. But then when the report came through that it was just picks, by the way, a lot of picks. That was a lot of picks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'm but, so comfortable with these picks. Yeah, sure. Like, absolutely. A first round pick, especially late in the round, has like a 60% chance to play NHL games. Not even be the impact guy, but just to play them. In the second round, that goes down to like 30% and so on and so forth. If you know you're taking a real run, this is just a trade to make. This mm-hmm. is such great depth to add. Hathaway is an awesome add, even though he's a piece of shit. <laughs> I just, I, I, re- I really love this. Now, Orlov, to talk about the player a little bit in Orlov, because I feel like a lot of people know Hathaway at this point mm-hmm. pretty well. Yeah. Orlov is not the most physical guy in the world. I mean, he's no. just under six feet, he's 210 pounds, but he's Stout. tremendous with his he's like grizz with the stick work defensively mm-hmm. but getting the puck up ice holy shit this guy's mm-hmm. so good at that yeah this is just adding more puck moving you got a slightly taller you got a slightly taller russian grizzlick yeah and he's <laughs> capable of like he blocks shots yeah. he wins battles in corners like he's, he's just won not, championships he's won championships he doesn't lay the body great like he's not gonna be the the hard-hitting guy it's not like he doesn't hit people but unless your name's kevin miller anyway he's just not searching for it all the time but he's a tremendous defenseman i think people are gonna like him a lot he's gonna lay the body more than uh who we thought we were gonna get two days ago so get fucked yarmo sorry Mm -hmm. yeah he's gone imagine if you oh imagine if a different team did this and then you watched us give up a first and a third for gavrikov like imagine the outcry of like what the fuck do you think okay i i just want to pose a question to you guys do you think with all of these leaks that were obviously coming from columbus because they sure shit one coming from boston do you think that sweeney just sort of got tired and no i think he found a better deal okay right you don't think he was waiting around you don't think he was waiting around for gavrikov yeah no 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 because oh waiting around for yarmo i should say yeah. because they so there were reports about Gavrikov and then they were talking about how McCabe was also entering the chat that and then we we're backing on Chikrin again a lot of these from the same guy who reported the trade in the first place it was so wrong that it hurt mm-hmm. so like this is David this Pagano. is a warning we give you guys every year is stop buying into the bullshit wait for something solid like you mm-hmm. can discuss it it's fun everything but if you're gonna lose sleep because they said first or third for Gavrikov that's on you and I'm not saying you're dumb. Like we all get worked up by it. Everyone sure, gets we, into it. We were worked up. We were, let's is, not act like we yeah. were. No, I absolutely was. I didn't lose sleep over it though. <laughs> like I didn't. I talk about it on the pod, got off the pod, and like it's not happening. I, like I, there was no piece of me mm-hmm. that actually believed it until it got done, and it didn't get done. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I just, I just. That's this the is time such of year. a great example of this every year. That's this time of year because because it's just because I think it's true because obviously you have 32 GMs that have. Had that cast their lines in 18 different ponds of course of course and the end you have people who have so much access now that they're going to report on every single one but man does it feel like that the bruins seem is the bruins seem like they're the only one that's super tight-lipped like more tight-lipped than most teams yeah i, I think the canes are like that too yeah i think we saw that with the patch deal that suddenly came out yeah stuff yeah. like that if that had gotten leaked they were not going to be the only team in on that they probably weren't the only team like talking to them about it yeah. uh but i think there's a few teams and honestly they're usually the good ones that aren't shouting from the rooftops what their plans are yeah. also i think i think this actually you know not to harp on cook but i'm totally going to do that 
I think this fucks him. I think this fucks him because now, because now, like you said, Ian, can you imagine? Can you imagine giving up a first and third for Gavrikov after watching this? Yeah. God, I hope Toronto does it. I hope another Toronto team, another team's so gonna look at look at look at him with a first and third ask and be like, oh, "What are you new?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> we also found out that Gar- that Hathaway and Orlov were available about eight minutes before the trade broke. Yep. Like yep. they said, hey, there's something going on over in Washington. And I was like, wait, well, these guys were, hey, the trade's done. What? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. But yep. to answer Thomas's question way earlier of like, is did they do enough here? I mean, this is the best team on paper in the league, right? Mm-hmm. And they got better. And they got better. And depth-wise, they, we answered the questions that we wanted to answer. I If we lose in the playoffs this year, if we don't win a cup, I just need to really respect who we lose to, to be able yeah. to like sleep at night. Yeah. Like it has to be another, like, holy shit, this team is great. Yeah. hundred percent. Or else I'm going to just break. No, it's cover bust. It's, yeah. it, it, it's cover bust. And if it wasn't solidified from our start, I don't even think you can call it a start anymore. If it wasn't solidified from our season, it is now. Mm-hmm. Because as you said, Thomas, no, this, this, this trade is, is copper bust. That's, yep. that's what the this chips, move is. The, the, the chips are in the middle of the table. Yeah. And I don't think they're done, but let me ask you guys easy. E- like, just give me an easy answer. Hmm. Who won this trade? If anyone. <laughs> um, this is hard. That's hard. Boss, I, I, the I'll fact say that boss. we think it's hard. I think it's a pretty fucking even trade because yeah. the caps got a fucking jumpstart on their rebuild lost two players or got something out of two players that they probably wouldn't have brought back. Orlov is possible that they would have brought back just out of, out of team precedence and history or whatever. But I, I think, I think this is pretty good for both sides, but there's no doubt about it. Like caps are rebuild is on for your, for what the purpose of the trade was for both teams. I think it's a push. Yeah, like a tie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If you I were think- to go to the Caps Twitter, you're going to think the Bruins won the trade. And if you were to the Bruins Twitter, you're going to think the Bruins won the trade. That's kind of how it always feels, though, when one team is gaining players for a cup run yeah. and one team is selling. It's very, it's not often the yeah. fans that are selling are like, we won that one. It's not yeah. super common. Yeah. The only, the, the only time that happens is if you're a Chicago Blackhawks fan, which bless you if you are still. So I quickly kind of peeked around other fan base Twitters. And unless it was a Maple Leafs fan, most of them thought that the caps got fleeced somehow in this deal. I, th- I, like I don't understand. I don't understand how you can think they got fleeced. Maybe they didn't quote unquote win this trade, but guys, they didn't get fleeced. If they're not going to make a run at this season and they're giving up two guys who have zero term left, like literally down to weeks left. And on could their resign with them. And could resign. Yeah. <laughs> and they got those draft picks. They did not get fleeced. No. 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 Flip no. side and- is the Bruins gave up quite a lot for two players that are fairly sizable role players but they are going for a cup all bets are off right lysel is still out there we still have we still have lori in the pipeline something may happen in the next few days mm-hmm. and we may see another deal probably for scoring at this point yeah uh now that the defense looks rock fucking solid jesus just for after it already looked so yeah solid. it was yeah, already right. a very good unit now like like uh ian said 
There's three number ones on this fucking team. That's insane. It's, it's so stupid. It's dirty. And guess what, guys? At the end of the season, we still have two of them. For a mm. while, <laughs> we're in good shape on the defense. Yeah, I, but yeah. defense wins championships. That's what Bill Belichick says. So, just, uh, <laughs> just for record keeping purposes, the Bruins get twenty five percent of Orloff's salary and Garnet Hathaway mm-hmm. in exchange for a twenty twenty three fifth round pick going to Minnesota. A 2023 first, a 2024 third, and a 2025 second, and Craig Smith going to Washington. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I think our Wait. payroll only went up like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So it went like down. That. Wait, well, hold on. I think I think ours went slightly up by like twenty twenty three hundred or twenty three thousand or two hundred thirty thousand. You talking cap here? You're taking payroll. I'm talking cap. No, we went. We actually we went down cap three hundred thousand in room. That's not what I read, but. Somewhere in that range, somewhere in that range, plus or minus, we're does that we're count? So, I, and I think that counts because Noshik is currently still on LTIR. Yes, mm-hmm. no, it's because Noshik is still on LTIR. Yeah. But if I'm correct, we paid two million seven hundred seventy-five thousand for these two players combined because correct. we paid money, mm-hmm. correct. and we lose three point one million in Smith. Okay, mm-hmm. so like we okay. actually opened up a little more cap room, which is. Again, addressing bananas because I thought yeah. we actually went. I thought we actually lost a little bit, but still, that's like such a minute amount. I'll take it. We were yeah, remember when we had thirty-two thousand dollars of cap room like a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> John Sweeney did a good job, eh, boys? Yeah. Oh, of course. I mean, look, the trade deadline is one of the like one of those areas I don't really worry about Don as much, mm-hmm. and that's why I was so disappointed last year when he left money on the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's much else, boys. We have a game I, to go watch. <laughs> I do have one quick thing, though. Oh, okay. An old friend hmm. from a Washington Capitals podcast that we had on early oh, in our no. tenure. No way! I, I gave him I a floor. I saw his bit. reaction. What yes. did he say? I saw his reaction on Twitter. This is not going to be pretty. Here you go. Hello, motherfuckers. It's me, <laughs> the hockey troll of the official Capture podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm sitting here drinking a warm Labatt Blue because that's what the occasion calls for. <laughs> Seeing that uh, you guys gave us some picks and a clapped out centerman in Craig Smith for a legitimate top two, probably on your team, a top three, defensive and Dimitri Orlov, and an incredible fourth line grinder in Garnet Hathaway. Initially, I'm heartbroken. I think this is a waving of the white flag, the surrendering of the Washington Capitals on this season, which fucking sucks because, you know, in the middle of the season, they looked okay. Not the case so far, and I think management has seen that. What I will say is that you got an incredible uh, defenseman in, in, in Dmitry Orlov. He's a physical presence. He can move the puck. He can move his feet. He's got a scoring capability, but he's a physical presence as well, something that you guys needed. Garnet Hathaway, uh, real energy guy. He's going to do you well. He's going to enforce if he needs to. He'll fight. Um, and, you know, he's always a pest, and he's going to get under people's skin. You know, again, I think that's something that you, you guys need for a playoff run. All this to say, you know, if you don't fucking win a cup, you've had this fucking embarrassment of riches all season having this crazy, crazy run. It'll be absolutely embarrassing. Um, and... God damn it. I hate to say it, but now I've got a root for you because I'd love to see Orlov win oh. another one and, and half as well uh, win his first. So, you know, um, 
good luck to you guys. I definitely think that uh, you, you paid well for, for Reynolds. And to be completely honest, if I were you guys this season, I'd be melting down that Bobby Orr statue just to pay whatever you could to get any any iota better than what you already are. To make sure that uh, you get to the get to the finals at least. If not, it's an absolute embarrassment. So I guess I'll leave you with that. If you want more, let's get on the show. You can follow me at Caps Chirp. You know, hopefully your masshole fans are going to treat them well. <laughs> as it should be because Hathaway's going to be an instant fan favorite I can see it and Orlov you guys are just going to love him uh, I hate to say it but go out and, and win, win the goddamn Stanley Cup cheers boys it's at Caps Chirp at Hockey Trolling with an man love you mean it awesome phone call you could hear the heartbreak in his voice. That was a he was, little sad. He was literally like, it's a two and a half minute voicemail. And it sounded like he was processing the trade and the loss of a player like Orlov in his mind and Hathaway for that matter. But like he was going through the process right there. But he does make a very valid point. You have to win the cup now or else oh, yeah. it's not going to look good. So, so much motivation, so much pressure in that locker room. I cannot wait to watch how this team reacts to it. Man, I respect him so much for yeah. going. Like, he's feeling it, and he yeah. still comes on knowing that we're going to play it, knowing that we're going to talk about him. Like, I, I respect that a lot. Yeah, yeah I yeah, love Trump. Everybody needs to be following him, just whether you're a Caps follower or not. Like, he's he's a good follow. And he even when he was on the show before, he's so honest about what that team is. He's so, and I don't want to say, like, pessimistic, but, like, he understands the He's negatives. An actual that, realist instead well, of that, like that's what it is. And he, he yeah. understands the negatives that are in his organization. I think just as much as we do with ours. Plus, he's an OG supporter of the pod, so yes. I have nothing but love in my heart for Hockey Troll. Yep. So thank you, buddy. Thank you so much. And man, whew, you've heard his heartbreaking in real time. Yep. By the way, the reason he referred to Smith as a center is because the NHL app has Smith listed as a center. Yes. And I'm, I'm going to forgive a guy who doesn't watch Smith on the regular to not know that he's been playing our way. I but. feel like he, he said it almost like sarcastically there. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's, he did. That's yeah. what I call so it. That's, that's why he said that. I just wanted yes. to give him a little little break yeah. on that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boys, I don't have anything else. Uh, we've got We've got an NHL game to watch. Uh, in a mere amount of minutes. Folks listening to this, we recorded this literally right before the game. So we do not know what happened in this cracking game. Hopefully we beat the living shit out of them. And uh, I'm sure we'll hear plenty about this trade in between periods. Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, really excited to hear what uh, Jaffe has to say about it right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jack Edwards came on, went on the Twitter machine and said Garnet Hathaway was born to be a Bruin. So that was a good start. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough fair enough i am excited about like kind of just seeing him maybe lay a couple of hits and just kind of break it in because it, it will be a little bit weird seeing him in that jersey i i, I don't feel like it's going to be weird seeing or love in that jersey no i think he's all. gonna yeah i think he's gonna he's gonna take to it like like it's nothing yep Whew. yeah loving it i feel good i feel good boys mm-hmm I love it too, man. And it's crazy. God, it's crazy. I know. Yes this, or no, do this... we make another move? One more death move. 
one more one depth more move. one more depth move um yeah i'll say one more depth move mm -hmm. will you Riley I, and Zaboral both involved i'll say last oh, i agree with that uh especially yes. i think at least riley but will you be disappointed if there's no other moves no no don't think so no riley I will this <laughs> what did you say so riley will right yeah right oh <laughs> i have to stay in providence yeah boohoo yep. but yeah she's no. so far down the death chart at this point yeah it's yep. hilarious but no i don't think i'll be because the, this this addressed a big need bottom six right wing and also addressed a, made a luxury even more of a strength yeah without That's giving insane. up without giving up any of our top prospects with just yeah. we basically said here magic beans give us your people mm -hmm. because four years from now we don't care what developed out of this year's draft no right. this first round means nothing to us because we're yes. going to be restarting anyway yeah i had an outro and now i don't remember what i wanted to do did it involve the words go and bees <laughs> i do want to say lastly uh, I haven't gotten to watch it yet because Ian just posted it uh, in the last like hour or so. After you're done listening to this podcast, jump on YouTube, find uh, Low Quality Bruins Fan, which is Ian's YouTube channel. He put up, how, how long was that video? Just about 10 minutes. It is at 2,000 views already. Holy fuck. Love wow. It. Everybody jump on YouTube. That's Ian's initial reactions. He's already drunk now before we're recording this. I'm going to be up to like three in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Do you have work tomorrow? Yeah, of course I do. Of course he has to work. <laughs> of course he does. Uh, right, I'm boys. training the new guy too. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks uh, for jumping on, bud. Yep. No, all right. I got to go upstairs and find, uh, figure out what I'm going to drink and watch this game. Go bees. Go bees. Go bees. Later, boys. Later.